Hind will give to Abert, back to Loner, and the alley throw throwdown as they run the break to perfection. 38-24, to Cougars by 14. Coming up on BYU Basketball with Mark Pope, the Cougs were on cruise control in California, picking up two runaway wins to solidify second place in the WCC. Now it's back home where some fans finally await. An excited Coach Pope and his seniors are coming up next. This is BYU Basketball with Mark Pope, presented by Siegfried and Jensen. And now, your host, the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Good evening once again, Cougar basketball fans. Welcome back inside the BYU Broadcasting Building in Provo. For more BYU basketball with Mark Pope, hashtag Pope Show on Twitter, it's the hour of power. And we have an extra special show in store for you tonight. Coming up on this evening's program, we'll recap the NorCal SoCal road sweep for BYU from last week. We will look ahead to home games versus San Francisco and St. Mary's. They'll be special ones. Our Cougar Q&A brings us the one and only Gideon George, while Deep Blue features A.B. Alex Barcelo. And Alex will be one of three seniors joining us on set on the show, along with teammates Matt Harms and Brandon Averett as they prepare to play their final home games on Senior Week. We start the show by saying hello to head coach Mark Pope, and it took until our second-to-last show of the season and the final week of play, but we finally get to say welcome back to fans in the Marriott Center. What a special week for these seniors, especially this is going to be. I mean, it's, 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 it's so fantastic. Um, and it's been a lot of thought and a lot of work uh, by, you know, kudos and so grateful to President Worthen and, and Keith Vorkink and Tom and Brian and our whole entire medical staff and every doctor that they've consulted with. And, and, and really, generally, the effort that the state of Utah has made to kind of have our numbers go down. And, and so for us to be able to, you know, even if we're squeezing in the last week, for us to have this senior week our last two games of the regular season as a top 20 metric team uh, and get to welcome fans back in the stands. <laughs> Let's go, Let's Gregor go. Bell. I, knew that was, I knew that was coming. It was so great. So we're here, we're here at the end of February. Three months ago, we had our debut show. And what we're announcing tonight is a culmination of something you asked for back in week one. <laughs> All of you uh, government officials... <laughs> And you medical professionals who are doing such an extraordinary job managing this COVID. We got to have it figured out by February 27th so we can have fans and stands. And it happened. It happened in time. It's, uh, it, I'll tell you what, and I don't mean to make light of it. Obviously, a worldwide, incredibly serious situation. But um, I think a lot of us, have, everybody in the world, I think everyone in the world has been praying that we can kind of make some strides and get to the, start to get to the other side of this. And um, I'm just so grateful for everybody that's um, been working so hard to make this possible. And that probably includes everybody because everybody is trying to wear a mask and social distance and do what we can to kind of get to a point where you do this. And um, this is, a, you know, obviously a semi inconsequential in terms of the world uh, moment, but it, it is like inching back into something really positive. And, and for us, 
as basketball players in a basketball team at BYU in the Marriott Center. This is going to be really special, and I'm, I'm so grateful for our seniors. We were considering for the last three weeks what we were going to do on senior night with nobody in the stands and how just odd and unfulfilling that might be, and so this is incredibly special. And hopefully from a broader perspective, another indicator that things are heading, again, in a positive direction. Well, uh, BYU heads into its final week of the regular season, coming off two big wins last week. Let's uh, take a look back at the stats and the highlights presented by Intermountain Healthcare. It was a California road set to Coach Pope, Pacific, and LMU. And what a great start you had in Stockton. Yeah, uh, you know, I mean, there's so many guys that stepped up and, and did incredible things. But tonight is senior, and I'm talking a lot about our seniors. Uh, you know, we talked about a lot post game. Um, we had unbelievable performances. You know, when we got there for shoot around the night before the game, uh, the first thing I did was pull out my phone and FaceTime Jake Toulson because we had such epic moments in that gym last year as Jake Toulson saved us actually to win that really hard fought game. Pacific, it was, was 9 out of 10. The only game they'd lost was to the Zags. So we knew it was going to be a challenge. And our guys just came and performed at an epic level. So BYU wins at Pacific. The final score, 80-52. to 52. Tremendous night for so many players. And uh, the, BYU, uh, the Cougars have really shot the ball well from deep late in the season as well. That, that, that's coming around for you. Yeah, it's, it's been really important for us. And it's, it's part of the kind of the way we operate. But we're starting to get a little bit better flow um, You know, these three seniors have been such incredible teachers and also so patient with younger guys on the team and had to battle through a lot of frustration where things didn't. We just were learning. We're just learning and learning and learning. And so um, on this road trip specifically, it felt like our decision making took another step in the right direction where we just had a little bit better flow to what we're doing. And that creates better looks and open shots for guys. We had guys step up and make them. Going on the road is tough in any league, regardless of who you're playing or what league you're playing in. And you've been able to go and kind of put a hammer down uh, your last few road trips. What's the key to that? Yeah, again, these three seniors. I mean, um, you know, we're going to get to this LMU game. I'm sure we'll show the clip. But, you know, we start out 7-0, two minutes into the game. And and LMU, who had won four games in a row, uh, calls a timeout. And you can see in Matt Harms and Alex Barcelo and Brandon Averett's faces that they are 100% emotionally invested in that game in the moment. And that's why you win, and you win big on the road. Should we get to LMU? Let's do it. All right. BYU was in L.A. for game two of this California road swing. Cougars and Lions on a Saturday matinee at Gersten Pavilion. Tremendous start, and you started with Caleb Lohner kind of t- picking up where you left off in Stockton. Yeah, I mean, how about Caleb Lohner being the number one three-point shooting player in the entire West Coast Conference that shot more than ten threes in the, re- in the regular season? Uh, he, he just had an unbelievable road trip. He was so solid. His decision-making was so sound, and he shot it so well. And then Matt Harms uh, was really the story from the beginning to the end, starting with his rim protection with five blocks and scoring 21 points really high percentage, and uh, he was just incredible. Uh, he was just too much to handle in so many ways. And, and Alex Barcelo and Brandon Averett, 
in the course of the two games are 21 and five. They're over a four to one assist to turnover for those two tough road games. And if those guys together are four to one ratio, we're winning. We're winning. And um, so the, the guys, the guys performed at epic level. And I know you say you say it's not the most important thing they do, but they also combined to average 27 points a game in the two yes. games. Yeah, and and the, you know they're they're feeding this team in so many ways, and then their toughness defensively and leadership wise for both those guys was just extraordinary. And as you mentioned, the, the LMU is a team that had won four in a row. They had the WCC Player of the Week, regardless of the outcome Saturday. Eli Scott won that award last yeah. week. Uh, that's a good team that's, done that. that's played some good ball of late. Yeah, they're playing great, and they're, they're just matchup nightmares everywhere. And so um, was really just uh, incredibly pleased with our guys. And the way they started the game all the way through the game, you could just tell uh, they had a, a great focus going in, and, and we're, we're trying to keep growing on that this week because it's going to be another tough week. It was a great week in the win-loss column, great week in the metrics as well for BYU. Let's go inside the numbers now, presented by Mountain America Credit Union. We're going to go to Ken Palm here and talk about the fact that BYU, as of today, Coach Pope, is one of only 11 Division I teams in Ken Palm that are top 30 offensive deficiency, uh, efficiency and top 30 defensive efficiency. You take that and you pare it down more, only three of the 11 are also a top 40 team in effective field goal percentage, both offense and defense. And the other two teams you're with are Michigan and Illinois, yeah. two top five teams in the net. Yeah, we're really proud of that. You know, the, the balance that we've been able to strike this year, offensive and defensively, with our depth and with our rotation, um, you know, we talked about it all season long, that we, it gave us a high ceiling. And um, hopefully we're getting closer and closer to that. And the guys have shown unbelievable progress. But the balance that we have is probably the thing that sets us, uh, you know, is, is probably one of our greatest strengths. You were probably known last year more as an offensive team than Without a defensive doubt. team, right? Yeah. So what did it take to kind of bring the balance back to where you're as good defensively as you are on the attack? Well, it's, been, it's a real credit to our staff first. Um, Coach Figure and Coach Burgess and, and Coach Robinson have done an unbelievable job trying to grow that way. Keegan Brown, who does all our film and analytics, has, has been steering the ship. Uh, all together, they've done an incredible job. And then you know, you bring in the number one rim protector in all of college basketball mm. and Matt Harmson who makes a difference and you have guys like Caleb Lohner and Gideon George step up and, and Brandon Averett who's a uniquely qualified excellent ball screen on the point defender and Alex Barcel's always been a great defender and so um, you know it probably starts with personnel and goes everywhere else but we're really proud of the progress we've made because it, it doesn't come easy and it doesn't happen by mistake it happens because the whole program is dedicated to growing in that area every single day. As we mentioned off the top of the show in the open, BYU solidifies its second place standing in the WCC. Let's get to the standings. We're taking a look at two different sets of standings. On the left, you're going to see the league's adjusted win percentage ranking. Now, that was last updated Sunday. Won't be updated again till Friday. So that's what we had as of the weekend. Since then, a couple of games have been played, and the results of those games do show up in the right-hand column, where St. Mary's got a win over Pepperdine yesterday, and Pacific got a win at San Diego today. So on the right is the true record, and on the left is the AWP, and you're in a good spot in both places. Yeah, it's, it's, it's no um, secret that I'm not a huge <laughs> fan of the AWP, with the exception of this. Since none of us have any idea how it works... <laughs> Every morning you wake up and you're like, what's it going to be? And so the, um, you know, the unknown, I guess, is exciting. Uh, but it's, um, 
you know, everyone's doing the best they can. We're doing the best we can. I do know this. If you keep winning games, you're going to be where you want to be at the end of this thing. That's right. Just win, baby. All right, take a look at the BYU resume right now. Uh, this is We're going to go from last week to this week, as we tend to do. And so from last Tuesday's show till this Tuesday's show, you've taken big, big jumps in, in almost every category there. And it was a great weekend for you in Ken Palm. And Ken Palm measures kind of the way you play and the way you're playing right now. It gets a lot of respect at both sides of the floor. Yeah, these numbers are really good. You know, you know, the ones that we look at put the most weight into our net in Ken Palm. The net is, of course, the NCAA-sponsored uh, kind of number one tool they use. And Ken Palm is such a good matrix because it takes into account the difficulty of schedule and, and rates everything that way. And so we're super excited about that. We went up in every single metric except the AWP. After two wins on the road, we actually went down from .811 to a .801. So there you go. Either way, BYU is a solid number two as the conference tournament nears. You saw brackets as well. Uh, Joe Lenardi today uh, has you up in the S-curve to a 27 overall, which puts you in the seven-seed territory. And a lot of people like the seven (laughs) more than they do the eight-nine because they look down the bracket, right, and who it matches you up with. And, of course, the higher the better in every metric, you know, by every standing. But uh, you are moving up. Yeah, and and, and it's it's exciting to watch. I mean, mean, listen, we're, we're so excited about everything that's going on. It's so fun. It's the greatest thing in the world. And yet the only thing we need to worry about is Thursday. we got to find some way to win Thursday. So in, in the periphery, all this stuff is happening. And, and listen, a seven seed is awesome. Can we get to a six seed? Can we hold the seven seed? You know, those are all questions to be determined. But uh, the most important thing is you already mentioned, we got to find a way to win a game Thursday. And, and then we'll trust that everything else will take care of itself. All right. That is segment number one. It's been taken care of. When we come back, we'll preview round two with both San Francisco and St. Mary's. And later... Alex Barcelo, Matt Harms, and Brandon Averett will all join us here in studio as BYU Basketball with Mark Pope continues. BYU Basketball with Mark Pope is brought to you by Siegfried and Jensen, helping Utah families for over 30 years. Intermountain Healthcare, always here for you. Mountain America Credit Union, guiding you forward. Smith's, fresh for everyone. And by Deseret News. Welcome back to BYU Basketball with Mark Pope, presented by Siegfried and Jensen. Here's our broadcast schedule for this week. San Francisco in town Thursday. Cougar pregame live on BYU Radio starts at 8 Eastern. The game on CBS Sports Network one hour later. Saturday, final home game and regular season finale senior night starting at 9 Eastern on BYU Radio with the pregame, followed by the game itself on ESPNU or ESPN2. Let's take a closer look now at the weekend ahead as we get to know the foe. Presented by Qualtrics. BYU taking on two teams. The Cougs have already beaten this season. First up, Coach Mark Pope, it is San Francisco, a team currently on a four-game slide. They've lost five of six coming into your place. Yeah, a really, really good team. Has gone through a little bit of a rough patch. You know, their return from their COVID pause has been tough for them. They're still trying to work their way back into it. Uh, but they're so dangerous. Um, you know, early in the season, they knocked off Virginia as the number four ranked team in the country at the time. They shoot a, a incredibly high percentage of their, uh, of their field goal attempts or threes. And so it makes them a, a ridiculously dangerous team. 
anytime you play them and they're hungry right now they know that they have to get back on track uh you know they're considered one of the top teams in this league they only have two games left until they go to west coast conference tournament so they're going to come in here like their whole season depends on this game the same way as we are like our whole season depends on this on this game and it's going to be a battle just like it was down there and i got tremendous respect for that program and for coach golden and his staff and their and their players uh, they have some star players on that team that are real problems and so it's going to be a great game two of those guys are capable of going for 30 plus on any given night and they do that yeah and particularly shabazz seems like he goes for 30 every single time he plays us and making ridiculously difficult shots um and uh, and and Bouye is um, maybe the longest, uh, most explosive to the rim player, maybe in our league um, in that particular skill set. Uh, both those uh, guards are are terrific defensively in the backcourt, getting their hands on balls and causing turnovers, and they have great length in the in the in the front court, so it's a challenging game. Okay, St. Mar- uh, Mary's follows the USF game. St. Mary's Saturday. They'll be capping off a three-game week at the Marriott Center Saturday night. They beat Pepperdine yesterday in Moraga. Then they'll host Pacific Thursday before coming to your place uh, on the weekend. And similar to the USF game, this is a game uh, you trail in the second half and you go on a nice, strong double-digit run late to close it out. Yeah, and uh, St. Mary's changed their rotation a little bit, brought up some younger players that have actually been playing great for them. And they're the same St. Mary's team. Like we've said a million times, you know, uh, Randy Bennett could walk into this studio and right now and take Jerem and Julie and me and you and, and anybody else that's in here and probably be in the top three in the league. I mean, he's that good a coach. And, and um, so it's an it's a incredibly challenging week, uh, and we're excited to go. Like, we're excited to go compete. All right, USF and St. Mary's as Cougars close out the regular season at home. After our break, a compelling deep blue on Alex Barcelo and your questions for Coach Pope from social media. This is BYU Basketball with Mark Pope. BYU Basketball with Mark Pope is brought to you by Siegfried and Jensen, helping Utah families for over 30 years. America First Credit Union, we're here to help. The BYU Store, official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. Zion's Bank, we haven't forgotten who keeps us in business. And by Qualtrics. Get ready for Cougar Hoops in March with a chance to win one of five BYU basketball fan packs. That includes an autographed basketball, Roku, official team shirt, poster, and we talked about a pool party at the Pope House last week, but we haven't checked that with legal. (laughs) Go to BYUSN.com for details. The giveaway runs through February 24th. That's tomorrow. BYU broadcasting employees and relatives are ineligible. That read gets better every week. We've had over 13,000 people jump on. For these fan packs. How awesome is that? And there will be at least a few more after that read tonight. It's inc- and most exciting, now I'm officially unionized, mm-hmm. right? So I start receiving a check. You're one of us now. Let's yeah. go, baby. Yeah. Cougars and the Pros is presented by Deseret News. Let's take a look at our guys. Brandon Davies, Yoli Childs, Elijah Bryant, former Cougars we know and love. All somehow picked up beards once they left school. 
You mentioned we, we talked last week on the show about uh, Jake Toulson's season-ending injury. He was with the uh, Salt Lake City Stars, and you were joking about FaceTiming Jake in Stockton last week. Yep. I saw that. Yeah, no, no, it, it was it was actually super special. You know, it, one of the best things is ah, I mean, I think we all get to do it as fans too. But um, as soon as I walked into that gym, like I was flooded with the memory of Jake racing down the floor three straight possessions and banging back to back to back threes to break open the game, and after every single three. <laughs> Like looking at everyone in the stands, finding someone new to <laughs> everyone on our bench, everyone on their bench, and just um, that that game meant so much to us as a team, and it was just just heroic, courageous, lost completely in the moment experience for Jake and for our team, and I think you never forget him. So as soon as I walked in the building, I hadn't thought about it before I got there. As soon as I walked in the building, I'm like, I gotta call Jake because it just started flooding back and. These players give us real gifts that we get to remember forever. Cool moments. That was awesome. Uh, time now for Cougar Q&A, presented by Zions Bank. We haven't forgotten who keeps us in business. And tonight, through the words of his teammates, we get to know Gideon George. Gideon is another one of those hardworking guys that always just seems to be doing the right thing at the right time. He just has an infectious personality. You know, if you can make Gideon laugh, you probably get the whole room laughing. He is always just saying... Uh, the most outrageous things and uh, making guys laugh. The dude can play FIFA with the best of them. So I'd say TJ Haas, McKay Cannon, like, y'all better watch out. He has a very energetic personality and he's super loud, so when he laughs, you can hear it. He's so funny. I love his just how excited he is about life, how happy he is to, you know, just be alive. He's a guy that just has impact all over the floor. And he's also a freak athlete. He jumps so high. He's got quiet hands he's got long arms he gives back to where he comes from um, by sending shoes over to where he used to live Um, I don't know anyone else in the country that is doing that he's from Nigeria he really cares about his home country and um, his people and his family back there but he's also really motivated to work towards his goals that he has here he does stuff that's bigger than basketball and he's always trying to be that guy to help other people up you can tell how much he cares about everyone and every conversation that he's in. And uh, I'm so glad that he came to this school and I can call my teammate. Well, his teammates love him. Cougar Nation loves him already. And I'm glad that uh, he'll get to be in the building this week and get to feel a little bit of that in-person uh, love from the fans at the Marriott Center, too. Yeah, first time. You know, it's, it's funny. Uh, one of the guys mentioned his laugh and how infectious it is. Uh, we have a, uh, and the staff, we, we have a, a phrase that we throw around all the time that's very little when we say that's what winning sounds like. Mm. It's what winning sounds like. And so when we jump in the bus after a game, when we're in the locker room after a game, when we're on the plane coming home after a game or in the hotel at a team meal between two games and you hear the energy in the room and the guys talking and joking and teasing each other and laughing and telling ridiculous stories, um, that's what winning sounds like. And we comment it on all the time because you can hear it. And one of the things we hear all the time is Gideon laughing, like after a win with the team in the locker room, wherever. Uh, he just does have this magical laugh. He's just a beautiful human being. And we hope Gideon's just getting going as a Cougar, too. From a Cougar Q&A to social media Q&A time on the Pope Show now, presented by Smith's Fresh for Everyone. Let's go to social media question number one. And it's, uh, it asks, considering that... Uh, Yourself, Coach Burgess, and Coach Robinson were all high-profile LDS players. 
who were recruited by BYU but chose to attend other P5 schools. What's your pitch to other high-profile LDS recruits that they should choose BYU? Mm. Well, I, we don't really bring that into it a lot, I don't think. Um, I think what all three of us do is appreciate how extraordinary this place is. It just is incredible. And um, um, what BYU represents, what BYU is striving to grow into, and what BYU is striving to be for the world, uh, and what this basketball program is trying to accomplish, um, I think is, is what we sell and what our, what our team culture is about. Um, and so, you know, I, we don't really reflect on that a whole bunch. Um, you know, I've told the anecdote a lot, uh, you know, when I, was with, uh, when I came here to work for Coach Rose, uh, we had that fun exchange where he was, I had come to kind of check out the place for a weekend to see if it was the right fit. And I was getting, he drove me back to the airport and was sending me home. And, and uh, he had talked about why I didn't come to BYU. And he just kind of whispered to me like the way Coach Rose does. <laughs> he was like, you know, Mark, as I'm getting out the car, he's like, if I was coaching here when you were being recruited, you would have come. <laughs> right? And so... Um, Either way, you and Chris and Nick are all glad that your paths took you here at the yeah, same time together. Yeah, we're, I mean. we're so blessed. We're so blessed to be able to coach here. This is, um, there's a lot of great jobs in college basketball. There's not that many distinctively unique great jobs in college basketball. There's not that many distinctively unique places as a player where you get to go play. There's maybe a handful, and we're one of them. And, and so the opportunity we have at a coach here, uh, it makes recruiting really easy because this is an extraordinary place. Okay, short, quick question for our second here. Uh, do you say anything to keep players loose during timeouts, or is it all game strategy and motivation? Um, it's both. Uh, game strategy and motivation is a lot about how your roster feels and what kind of faces you're seeing in the huddle, right? And so sometimes you might actually need to release your guys by breaking a clipboard or going crazy. Sometimes in a really stressful moment, you just need to kind of make a, a sideways glancing joke. Uh, very much the energy is what we try and manage. And so it, it's very artistic. When you were a player, did you ever have a legendary timeout moment? From a coach? Oh, my gosh. Yes, <laughs> Coach Patino. I mean, I can tell you a million stories. So, Coach, I'll tell you, do we have time, Jaron, for one story? It'll be really quick. We'll go quick. So, Coach Patino was such – he was so hard driving. So, we're playing an exhibition game, okay, against some professional team from somewhere. We're up 22-4. to four. They go on a six-point run to go to down 22-10. We're still winning by 12, like seven minutes into the game. Coach calls a timeout, and he is, he is using every word that we're not allowed to say here at BYU, plus some other words, okay? <laughs> Screaming at us, spitting at us. And we got out of the hole. I will never forget, Walter McCarty went on to play a long time in the NBA, was a great player. He turned to me, white as a ghost. <laughs> And he was, like, about to cry. And he's like, Mark, we got to fix this because we know he was going to kill us the next day. <laughs> and so we had a lot of timeouts like that. It was magic, and it worked. Coming up after this, Alex Barcelos, Deep Blue. And A.B. is joined by fellow seniors Matt Harms and Brandon Averett in studio. This is BYU Basketball with Mark Pope. with Mark Pope presented by Siegfried and Jensen. 
Well, after winning multiple state championships for his high school in Tempe, Alex Barcelo began his college hoops career in his home state for the Arizona Wildcats. But after two years in Tucson, A.B. wasn't quite feeling okay. Mark Pope helped alter Alex's path, a path that took him to Provo. And this is Deep Blue, brought to you by America First Credit Union. I was at work that day when you called me, and I always get excited when I see one of my children calling, and I answer, but I heard your voice, and as your mom, I'm like, oh my gosh, I didn't say that to you, but I felt it. I'm like, you're like, I need to talk to you, and I'm like, okay, I'll be home. He was super broken. His experience at his former school was really, really difficult. He kind of lost some of his love of the game spent a lot of time questioning his own ability and his own skill and his own future and it left him on really uncertain waters he was just like he just got out of bed you know normally he's all you know together and that's like not my son like i and and broken and um, scared the end of my sophomore season i mean i just came to the conclusion that if i still wanted to follow my dreams I mean, my girlfriend Zoe, she told me, she's like, you got to get a bigger opportunity and you got to go somewhere that's going to love and care about you as a person and as a a basketball player and really look at you for who you are and what you can contribute to the game out there. And I mean, it it was a rough summer for me. I'm not I'm not going to lie. It was a rough summer, kind of like a roller coaster, ups and downs. We had kind of all got together and we were writing pros and cons between BYU and Butler, like my, my final decisions. You know, I was writing down all the pros and then I got to the cons section and I kind of turned to Zoe, turned to you guys, and I was like, I can't think of a con. I, like, I, <laughs> I don't. <laughs> and then my next thought was, does this mean I should call him? Like, should, should I call, should I call Coach Pope and commit? And, and that's exactly what I did. You guys were all like, yeah, call him right now. Call him right now, everyone. Mm-hmm. I mean, I just remember it so vividly how happy you guys were for me. And, uh, and how happy you were. Yeah. <laughs> Belief is everything. Like, when you have people that, you know, can stand for you and have your back through thick and thin, uh, no matter what you're going through, like, it, it speaks tremendously. And I think that's what I had when I came here. If somebody believes in you, you would run through walls for that person. You just needed them to believe in you. God always has a plan. Never in a million years would I have expected to be here at BYU, but you know, I'm here and I'm loving it. I've loved every step of the way through thick and thin. Like I'll go to war for this team. I'll go to war for Coach Pope just because of the belief that he has in me. He is the undisputed leader of this team and he works at it every single day. He is oozing with swag and confidence every single day. He knows who he is and he knows what he can do in no uncertain terms. It's amazing to see the growth that he's made with his voice, with his challenging of his teammates, with with his demanding of his teammates. He thinks about how can I help the individuals on this team every single day. He is a born leader that is now a work in progress of rebirth as a leader and it makes your job as a head coach so easy when you have guys that care about leading a team that much Let's go, man. 
the bounce back. It's real. Coach Pope fixed my son. He was so broken. It was so devastating as a mom to see her son come before her like that. And everything he did, every step he took, all the words he spoke, all the actions he took, bringing him into a safe spot around a wonderful community, a wonderful university, wonderful teammates, and leading that uh, was amazing. And I will never, ever be able to thank him enough because he saved my child. And you're laughing and you're smiling <laughs> <laughs> and you're joyful again. And that's huge for a mom. I have this circle around me that is just so phenomenal to me and, and believes so much in me that like, I wanna achieve everything that I'm setting out to achieve for myself, but for them as well. And to kind of show them almost like a thank you, like thank you for you know, believing in me so much. Like, it wouldn't have been possible without you to, to continue on this path. All right. Well, spoiler alert, uh, AB's actually here, right? What's uh, up? It's not exactly <laughs> this is your life, but you got to see that uh, sitting here in the studio as it was on the monitor. What were your thoughts watching that? Oh, super emotional, but, man, I'm so happy to be here, to be able to play with this group of guys and, um, you know, be a senior with them and play for a coach like this. It's, it's amazing. It's a blessing. And he's been a blessing uh, to you. Yeah, to all of us. I mean, to all of us. Like, you know, we're blessed. Like, these three guys right here, uh, I mean, I said we did press conference today, and it's just like what these three guys here have done for BYU in this one-of-a-kind year that we've never had where this university has been challenged in all kinds of different ways. And for these guys to be, you know, representing BYU to the nation in terms of our slice of basketball is what a gift it is. And, and certainly as a coach, it's been such an unbelievable gift to be able to be around them every day. I mean, sometimes they hate me, but I actually love them every single day. <laughs> Let's give them a proper... Why Brandon laugh so loud? Why you, Brandon laughed louder when I said the, the part about him hating me more than anybody else. They deserve uh, a good introduction. I'll tell you that a limited number of fans will be allowed into the Marriott Center to see BYU's final two home games this week. And while that's great news for a lot of fortunate spectators, it's also especially welcome news for BYU's seniors who get to enjoy a senior night that will feel it's a little bit closer to normal. And tonight we welcome in all three BYU seniors, Brandon Averett, Alex Barcelo, and Matt Harms. Guys, thanks for coming in, all of you. Thanks, man. Thank you. And I'll, let's start there maybe for a second. Fans in the building, it took some time, but it's going to happen. What do you guys think? Man, I'm excited, you know. I mean, this year has been crazy, you know. Like, we, like, honestly, I just forget about it in the games, you know. We just get so locked in on the games, but it's like, we were playing against Utah State, I remember, and it, they only had, like, what, 2,000 fans, and it felt like it was a packed-out arena. So, <laughs> so it's going to be fun. I'm excited for sure. Matt? Oh, the same thing, you know, that, that Utah State game, it's, it's still just etching in my memory, even though they only had, two, only had 2,000 fans is, you know, what it starts to feel like. But to us, that's, that's going to feel like a full gym. Just having anybody in the Marriott Center just feels like having a full gym just because we've been to so many places all these teams in the West Coast Conference that don't have anybody in there. You have, like, the people at the scorer's table, that's, that's the crowd. Uh, so just to have anyone in there is just going to be so special for us. You know, just to have that on our senior night um, is, is really special. And you forget how much those fans really matter. 
A.B., you've been in a packed Marriott Center before. You know what it really feels yeah. like when it's to the rafters. But I think even though you've had that experience, you're going to embrace what's going to happen Thursday, Saturday in, in maybe not exactly the same way, but in an equally gratefully way, grateful way. For sure. I think our bench is going to have a little bit of a break, you know, <laughs> <laughs> carrying the load for us this whole season. But, um, yeah, I'm just so excited to play in front of our fans. You know, it's going to be a great atmosphere. Um, senior night. I'm excited for these guys to, to get to experience that, and it's going to be a whole lot of fun. And I'm sure, Coach Pope, you would love for them all together to have a full Marriott Center experience. Yep. Uh, but uh, you can already know that these guys, especially uh, B.A. And, and, and Matt, are going to feel it like they haven't yet this year. Yeah, just to, just to feel some voice in the gym would be really special. How would you guys characterize this senior season? We're not quite done yet, but, you know. <laughs> it's, been, it's been different. You know, it's been so different that, you almost forget what it's like to play a normal season of college basketball. You know, we've had our challenges, but it's also been just beautiful in its own way. Uh, just the connections I've made with, with this team in just such a short amount of time. It's just been, for me, it's just been really special. I, you know, I couldn't be more grateful for the opportunity I got here. I'm just so happy to be here. And now the fact that we actually get to round it out with two games with fans in the gym, um, <laughs> that just makes it that much more special to me. B.A.? I would say this year has been like, kind of a just a lesson you know just one year you know you just have to respond no matter what like you just don't know what's going to come at you you know you, you're grinding every single day hard going hard in practice and then you're going to have a game next day and you could be on the flight on the way to the game and it gets canceled you know so you just got to stay locked in and and I think we have we have done a great job of just just continuing to keep fighting and just sticking through it like no matter what you know so it takes a special group of guys to do stuff like that, you know, and it, and it's just been a, a life lesson, in my opinion, and, and I've been loving it, and, and we're going to keep going, you know, so it's been great. So he said you can be on a flight and, you know, turn back. He was asleep on the first flight, <laughs> and we landed back in Provo, and he was so confused. Just laughing at him. Man, you, you, you for sure thought that no, guys were punking you, right? Yeah, I was like, what? We're, we're. Like, that was crazy. This is I'm California? Like, snowing. And it was snowing. I'm like, how? how? I, didn't, I wasn't asleep that long. <laughs> But. See, senior night, I think of senior night, and, and usually senior night is you bring out a guy, and it's this culmination of four or five or six years. It's been this long guy, and, and you're going to have two, and you'll each have had one year at BYU. Yet, there's still a special feeling about you guys from Cougar Nation to you. How do you guys feel about being like a BYU guy after only, say, a year or two years? Together, we form one full senior our jerseys is going to be all three of our names together we only get one only one for four years guys sorry do you feel like a BYU guy I do I do feel like a BYU guy you know even though even though I haven't seen the fans to that capacity the support's still been there whether it be on campus from like 20 feet away someone threw their mask being like wait you're Matt Harms like I've, I actually I walk across campus quite a bit from my apartment it's about a 15 minute walk and every day I walk, there's always a couple interactions just with someone just being like, oh, man, just like, when, are you, when is you guys' next game? I'm so excited. The season's going so well, that kind of stuff. And then, of course, I'm, um, you know, glad to be living in a digital age that there's so much support on social media and just everywhere. Um, just to see that has been really awesome. I'm, I'm definitely a BYU guy for life. Brandon, how about you? Definitely feel like a BYU guy, you know. Uh, just you always feel the support, you know. I mean, just like Matt was saying, like social media is just – it's constant every single day, you know, ever since I've decided to come here, it's just, it's been nonstop, honestly. So 
Uh, I definitely feel like a BYU guy, and I'm so I'm so glad that I decided to, to make the decision to come here. And and like he said, I'm a Cougar for life. So, and Alex, it's a special feeling, um, mainly just because of the culture here, the way our coaches teach us, um, just to play for the name on the front of your jersey, and uh, it's been amazing being able to play with a team that embraces that. Um, not playing for the name on the back of your jersey and just trying to go out there and represent our school the best we can. We're going to have you guys watch the monitor again. Uh, we're going to see what uh, your teammates have to say about the seniors on this year's team. Alex Barcelo is one of the greatest leaders I've ever had on a basketball team. He's one of the hardest workers I've ever seen, and he's always bringing it every single day. He's just a great guy. He's super nice. He's a really great friend, and if you see Alex ever smile, you can tell that it's really genuine. He's just a really happy guy. Alex Barcelo, he's a winner at heart. He has a bunch of passion for the game. He has a bunch of fire, and he can get our team going whenever. He's obviously a tremendous player on the court, but I think he's got an even bigger heart off the court. We love him, and uh, you know we're going to miss him. Matt is the tallest guy that I know. He's also the nicest guy that I know. And every day, he, he brings um, the best of himself. He's definitely someone that works harder than anyone I know. He's in the gym 24-7. He put up the most shots during the offseason. After I tore my Achilles when we were in the locker room after the game, he came up to me and gave one of the biggest hugs on the team, literally and figuratively. But uh, He's a very kind person and really cares about his teammates. He's just an amazing guy to be around. He's so kind and nice off the court and then on the court. He's a, he's a beast. He's a threat to be reckoned with. It's really nice to have him on the court because he blocks like everything. If anybody gets past you, he's just blocking everything. Brandon Averett. Brandon's a pretty quiet guy, but man, when he's on the court, you always know that he's there. B.A. is literally the hardest worker I've ever known. I don't think he leaves the court ever. He's always here. He's getting shots up. Um, he's working on his ball handling. He is my brother. And he's a really, really good leader. And he's my friend. I'm glad to call him my friend. Well, they're going to miss you guys. You're going to miss your boys too, right? Yeah. It's a good group. Sure. Coach Pope, when you see that, what, uh, what are your thoughts? I just, I mean, come on. Like, what a gift it is. Like, you just get to hear these guys speak for, for two minutes, and it's so clear to see what type of human beings they are. And then we get to watch what they do on the court, and how great is my life that, that I get to, you know, have this job, if you can even call it that. It's, it's a real honor, and we're super grateful for these guys. And I say all that with them clearly understanding that they got a lot of work ahead of them. Oh, yeah. right? The yeah. best stuff is coming. Mm-hmm. So there's more to be done. But if you had to, if you had to generalize their impact, this group's impact on your team this year, it's hard to. I mean, it's hard to quantify. I mean, how many times do you have a, a team that loses seven seniors, loses their entire rotation, right? And in a year of COVID, when you see so many terrific programs slide away because they don't have the normal time to train, the normal time to be together, the normal time to, to, for a staff to have an impact on a team. Well, the, with these three leaders, 
They didn't need the staff to have a huge impact on the team. We didn't need all the bonding time because these guys took it upon themselves like with the mission that they have this year to make this team something special and make this team function. And uh, it's been spectacular to witness. Uh, we're really blessed. All right, as we go to break, we've got more of the seniors coming up, by the way. Stay with us. As we go to break, uh, here's this week's trivia question presented by the BYU Store. Sean Bradley holds BYU's single-game record for blocked shots. How many shots did Sean swat to set the record? The answer coming up after this. All right, uh, trivia time here on the show. Sean Bradley holds BYU's single-game record for block shots. How many shots did Sean swat to set the record? The answer is 14. Seems like a lot. Eastern Kentucky back in December of 1990. Matt, you're somebody that's uh, had a few block shots in your career. Does 14 seem like a lot to you? 14 seems like a lot to me, yeah. <laughs> that's definitely, you know, he's a guy that, of course, 7'6", seven, 7'7", seven, yeah. seven in that range. Yeah. So, I mean, at that point, if you're going up there, it's... He's kind of throwing it up and hoping. <laughs> Sean Bradley's in front. I feel like you're just kind of like, oh, this is going to get blocked anyways. Yeah. And as well as you've done this season, no one's going to touch it. Like, no one, like his single season record is like just not going to well, happen. Well, imagine you're walking in at halftime <laughs> and you got eight blocks on the stat sheet at halftime. Yeah. It's incredible. All right. Uh, we are here with the seniors, Alex Barcelo, Brandon Averett, and uh, Matt Harms. We're going to have you guys uh, look at the monitor one more time here tonight. A little something special. Hey, Alex. I just want to say congratulations. I am super excited for you. And it's been an amazing, amazing, wonderful experience to watch you the past couple of years. You shine, you shine, you shine in so many ways and not just on the court. I love you and I love the gift that you have of laughter, joy, and making people smile. Hoi met. Hey, dag lieve met. Wat een bijzondere dag vandaag, lieverd. Senior night, laatste thuiswedstrijd en bijna het einde van je college carrière. En we willen even tegen je zeggen dat we ontzettend trots op je zijn. Op wie je bent, wat je doet en hoe je alle avonturen bent aangegaan de afgelopen jaren. We zijn trots op je, we missen je ontzettend en we hopen je heel gauw weer te zien. Dag lieverd, geniet van vanavond en tot gauw. Love you. Hou van je, dag met. You have learned to be an overcomer of all things. And I am just so grateful as your father to be uh, the father of a son such as yourself. Son, you are definitely a man with no excuses. And I couldn't be more proud of you. Son, always keep God first and continue to strive for greatness. I love you dearly and God bless. All right. Our appreciation to uh, our seniors' families for sending those in. Brandon, you see that? And uh, maybe you could share a few words about people that helped bring you to this point tonight. Uh, well, my parents, you know, man, it's like, it's so much I can say, you know, but we, we've been through it and we've been went through some ups and downs and, and I just love them for just always just just sticking with me and just and just putting what they put in me, you know what I mean? It's, it's almost, I can't really put it in words, you know, but I just, I'll, I'll forever love them unconditionally and I'll never be able to repay them. I know I say it all the time, but it's, 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 it's so true. And, and I, I, love, I love my parents and I'm glad, I'm glad God blessed me with, with them as my parents, you know, so, man. <laughs> 
Matt? You know, it's, if you put me up here for an hour, I feel like <laughs> I wouldn't be able to say enough just about all the people that have, have helped me get, you know, get here to this point. But I feel like my mom and dad would definitely be at the top of that list. You know, just to see that video of them always gets, it gets me a little emotional. I haven't seen them in a while at this point. Um, hope to be able to see them over the summer. I don't know how any of this is going to go, but I, you know, I really, truly miss them. Uh, and I'm so grateful to have them, you know. And like I said, they, they're definitely at the top of my list of people that have helped me. You know, I've had some amazing people in my life, including, of course, uh, my amazing girlfriend, Maggie. We've been together for three years at this point. She's been there every, every single day for the past three years for me as well. Uh, so just had some really special people in my life that have helped me get here. A.B.? Uh, my mom, my girlfriend Zoe, and my sisters, um, they've always told me just stay true to who I am. And uh, it's, it's, for me, it's carried a long way just because, uh, you know, everyone goes through ups and downs. And just to have them there supporting you as much as they have been and are still supporting me, it's, it's a blessing. For any Cougar fans that might have missed the news earlier uh, this year, uh, the Barcelo family name will continue playing hoop here a little bit, right? Can you, can you remind us what's happening there? Yeah, my youngest sister, Amanda Barcelo, is going to come in as a freshman next year and yeah. hold it down. <laughs> <laughs> so you're a BYU family now. Oh, for sure. Bleeding blue. Coach Pope, you've had interactions with all these guys' families, um, in, in, you know, obviously in, in very deep and meaningful ways. As you watch that and as you hear them, um, what, what are your feelings? Well, it's, 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 listen, it's, it's, um, these guys didn't become extraordinary people that they are by themselves and you know um with all of their parents whether i haven't had a chance to meet matt's parents in person but spent a lot of time on the phone and facetime with his dad and of course spent a lot of time with alex's mom and um and i've talked about this before but the first time i walked into brandon averett's house and met uh belinda and randy i'm like i don't know if this kid can play but i guarantee he's a really special person because his parents are just unbelievable and and um and so it's it's they're all part of this this BYU family, and and I you know everybody says that, but when I say it, it actually means something to these guys, and um, and we're you know their parents are intimately involved in, in in what these guys are accomplishing right now. It's pretty awesome. I'm so glad you guys get to experience you know close to a true senior night experience here on on the weekend, and we can all feel together a little bit of what we call Coach Pope Marriott Center magic. That's right. That's right. Okay, guys, uh, we've got 45 seconds left, left in the show. We'll ask for 10 seconds from each of you guys about what you hope this final week means for you and BYU basketball. Matt? It just, it's going to be so special. You know, I think this is for everyone to see finally in person what this team is really about. B.A.? Uh, it's going to be exciting. It's going to be fun. And, and we're so excited to go out there and battle in front of Cougar Nation finally. And, and we're just going to keep winning, you know. A.B., last word. It's going to be special, very energetic, but business isn't done. You guys are awesome. Look forward to this week and what's to come. Matt, thank you. Alex, Brandon, Coach Pope, for all those guys. My name is Greg Grubel. Thanking you for joining us. We'll talk to you next Tuesday, 8.30 Eastern. For all these guys, I am Greg Grubel saying this has been BYU Basketball with Mark Pope. Have a great week. Go Cougs.